As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening. The opinions and statements voiced by our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this network. Enjoy the shows. You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham, Alabama. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Army officers say the missile, found sometime last week, has been inspected at Roswell, New Mexico, and sent to Wright Field, Ohio, for further inspection. Now, historic films made in the spring of 1948 and just released show Enoetok preparing for heavily guarded and still largely secret tests of new atomic weapons. The test's purpose is to measure atomic effects on thousands of different materials, 30,000 tons of them, not, as at Bikini, to prove military effectiveness. San Francisco police say that nine persons have been arrested in a narcotics raid on the headquarters of the Grateful Dead, a widely popular singing group. Two members of the group, Rod McKernan and Robert Weir, and their business manager, Danny Rifkin, have been booked on suspicion of possessing narcotics. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Neil Armstrong reporting their roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. I'm going to step off the land now. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Well, strange lights are causing a viral buzz on YouTube. Could we have caught extraterrestrial activity on a recent newscast? Brandon Arroyo investigates. As the newscast ended, the controversy began back on September 26th. What is that light shining in the back of the dark night sky? With coverage reaching all the way back to 1948, for over 70 years, Fate magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Now. 
Fate Magazine Radio is carrying on that tradition of setting the standard in paranormal talk radio as we report and discuss some of the most mysterious and perplexing phenomena imaginable in this strange world of ours. Now, here is your host of Faith Magazine Radio, Kat Hobson. Good evening. Welcome to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I am Kat Hobson, your host, and I am so glad that you're here. I do have a bit of a raspy voice for me. Um, I was attending an adventure on an event in Tennessee last night at the Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. And prior to the Saturday night event, I was allowed to bring someone in and do a private investigation, just two of us. And it was awesome. One of these days, I'm going to get that opportunity when I haven't unloaded my equipment in a hotel room. But I have enough that I just carry loose with me that it was it was great. Now, I know that y'all have been waiting to have Micah back on. Because when, he, when we went off the air, when we interviewed together before, I, I told you that he had said he was coming back. And he's here. Now, you, I'm sure you remember, but I'm just going to refresh for those who are not familiar with Micah. Um, Micah T. Dank is the author of the Into the Rabbit Hole series. And it is, the books are complete. The first two have been released. I am enjoying them. But I cheated and I begged really nicely and I have more to read. So as, as they come out publicly, then I will hopefully have Micah back on and we'll discuss this more. But he has an hour tonight, so I'm going to stop talking and let him. That's, that's who you're here to listen to. Micah, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me back on. Incidentally, I have five books out right now. And they the sixth are out one. Because I was just looking this, this afternoon. Oh, you're talking. Okay, so the first two audiobooks are out. Yes. Okay. Um, but they're all out on paperback or Kindle on Amazon. Yes. Um, the sixth book, the last book, is coming out in about three and a half, four weeks. Oh and then gosh. that's the series. Yeah, I'm so, so they'll ready. all be out. I'm so ready. I just completely misunderstood what I read then. I apologize. It's okay. But thank you for being here. Thank you for clarifying that. Now all of y'all can go and catch up with me. But don't pass <laughs> me. I don't have book five yet. So I am, I am ready for this because, you know, we can have a, a book club with these books. So, I think I might do that if you wouldn't be offended. No, please. I think everyone should read these. Well, you would, said mm -hmm. that you are bringing talk of revelations to the floor tonight. Correct. I'm gonna and, I'm gonna break it down. Um, when I when we were on last time, do I broke down all the Bible passages, right? right? And did we do the Book of Matthew? We did do Matthew. We did do Matthew. Okay, I so, so I'm gonna. I'm going to do the book of Revelation for, for those who remember. Now, for those who don't remember, I'm going to go over the 12 signs real quick so you understand what you're looking for. 
Okay. So the first sign that I talk about is Aquarius, which is represented by the man with the water pitcher. Okay. So anytime, because it's a man with a horde holding a water pitcher, pouring it out, whenever you hear the word baptism, because that's how you baptize someone, they're talking about Aquarius. Whenever you hear son of man, man, water pitcher, fountain, stream, river, water-based things, lake, for example, stream, um, those are all Aquarius. Then Pisces is a sign of the two fish in the water. Now, all the water that I mentioned in Aquarius can be applicable to Pisces as well, too. But anytime you hear the words Levethian, for example, fish, water, uh, Jesus feeds the masses with two fish, you know, that's Pisces. They're talking about Pisces. Then Aries is the ram. And in Aries, you have March 21st, which is the spring equinox. It's a 12-hour day and a 12-hour night. That's why it's the equinox, because it's the same luck. It's also the Passover. So God passed over Egypt in the Old Testament, if you take it literally. God passed over uh, Egypt, and anybody who didn't have the lamb's blood or the ram, the baby ram, the lamb's blood on their door, the firstborn sons got killed. It had to do with Exodus and Moses. It was the 10th plague. Now, in astrotheology, the Passover is literally that. The sun passes over on March 21st over the equator and back on its way to its height in the summer solstice. Now, in Christianity, the passing over is changed and it becomes the resurrection of God's son, S-U-N, mm-hmm. not S-O-N. Okay, so you have the Passover and the resurrection of God's son, two different meanings, but they mean the same thing. So anytime you hear the word ram or lamb or shepherd, for example, uh, the shepherd of man, ram's horn, uh, the Jewish people are the people of Aries. That's why they blow the ram's horn to the sky during the high holy days, because it's Aries worship. Um, Those are the words you look for in Aries. Then Taurus is the bull. And when you look in the sky in the ancient days and you would see the bull in the sky, you know that you have to put the plow on the bull on earth in order so that you can plant the seeds so you can harvest them in Virgo and Libra. Okay. So if you hear the word bull or ox or calf or cow, because a cow is a female bull, um, that's what they're basically talking about. Now, Gemini is the twins. It's the story of Castor and Pollux Troy, whose sister was Helen of Troy. It's the story of Achilles. Um, So whenever you hear the words twins or brothers, they're talking about Gemini. Then cancer is the crab. And the reason it's the crab is because the crab shuffles from side to side. We we don't walk side to side unless you're like doing a basketball drill or something. Uh, We walk forward. We walk backwards. uh, We walk diagonally. We don't walk side to side. The crab does. And the crab walks side to side, which is what the sun does in cancer. Okay. Cancer has June 21st, which is the summer solstice. So starting on December 21st, the sun rises a degree in its axis. Then the following day, it rises an additional degree. And then each day that it rises an additional degree, the day gets longer. It gets warmer. Okay. Finally, on June 21st, it's at its height. That's the summer solstice. It's the longest day of the year. Then for three consecutive days after that, it walks to the side, just like the crab does. It stays at that height. Then on June 25th, it drops a degree. And then it continues to drop a degree every single day until it hits December 21st. Okay. And then on December 21st, it it walks sideways for three more days until it comes back to life December 25th. Okay. Which is why all the ancient gods, you have uh, Mithra, Tammuz, Horus, uh, Osiris, Jesus, even, they're all born on December 25th. This is why. So whenever you hear the words crab or beetle, 
for example, uh, the cancer, the crab in the Egyptian zodiac used to be the scarab, which was the right. beetle. That's yes. why St. Augustine called Jesus the good beetle. Um, they're talking about cancer. Then Leo is the king. And the lion, the king of the jungle, the ruling planet of Leo is actually the sun. Okay? So whenever you hear lion or lioness or cub, they're talking about Leo. <clears throat> then Virgo is the woman holding the wheat stalk. So remember before when I said you plant in Taurus? Well, you plant in Taurus, and then what happens is you look up to the sky, you see the virgin holding the wheat stalk. All the virgins would go out and cultivate the wheat in Virgo. It was a female's job in order to make the bread for the year. So whenever you hear the words virgin or wheat or grain or seed or barley, for example, that all has to do with Virgo. Then Libra is the justice. It's the scales. It's the balance. Yes. It's the just one. And the reason it's the justice is because it judges God's son as it passes over the fall equinox and begins its descent into winter, into cold, into death. See, the spring equinox, okay, 12-hour day, 12-hour night, it's celebrated with the Passover and the resurrection because Easter is always in Aries as well. Easter and Passover always coincide, always. Um, and this is why. Now, in Libra, the sun passes over the uh, equinox again. And uh, it's basically mourned because it's going to be betrayed and then it's going to be killed. Okay, so this is where it's judged. Okay, so whenever you hear the words law, justice, judgment, judge, the just one, divorce, marriage, court, uh, tax, for example, okay. those words all have to do with Libra. Libra is also wine season. If you've ever been to a vineyard. Uh, most people go to the vineyard in the spring, but if you go to the vineyard during the spring, the, 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 the shrubbery is bare. There's nothing there. If you go there in September, October, no matter where you are, okay, that's when the grapes are grown. Okay, That's when everything is lush and full and you can just pluck them off. So any time you hear the word wine or vineyard or wine press, for example, that is what they're talking about. Libra is also olive oil season. Okay, right. So whenever you're talking about the oil and the wine, they're talking about Libra. <clears throat> then Scorpio is the scorpion, and he is known as the betrayer. And the reason he's known as the betrayer is because when a scorpion would bite you in ancient times, they would notice that it would leave an imprint in your skin that looked like a pair of lips. And this is where the mafia gets their kiss of death from. That's where that phrase originates. I it has to do with ancients. It has to do with the ancient scorpions biting you and leaving a kiss. Oh, see, the, okay. see it, leaves, it leaves a kiss in your skin, but it's full of poison. So that's the betrayal. It's just a metaphor. Okay, so the sun is judged in Libra and it's betrayed in Scorpio. And then finally in Sagittarius, this is where the bow and the arrow shoot the sun and inflict further punishment on the sun. This is where the sun dies. Whenever they're talking about death, they're always talking about December 21st. Okay, because that's the day the sun dies. Remember how the sun uh, on June 21st stays at that height for four days, three days? Absolutely. Well, what happens is in Sagittarius on December 21st, it doesn't rise above the meridian. OK, so they used to say the sun was dead and then it stays at that height for three consecutive days. So they used to say God's son was dead for three days and then that became taken literally. It never was supposed to be. OK, so basically, that's I what I had they no do. idea. No. This is so fascinating. Yeah, that's why they used to do that, because you would look for the sun on December 21st and you, you, you wouldn't really be able to see it. It wouldn't rise above the horizon. Okay, so the sun was dead, and then God's sun was dead for three days. That's why. That's why all the ancients are, are dead for three days. And in the Bible, it takes many forms. Uh, you're talking about like the story of Jonah, where he's dead in a whale for three days. You're talking about the story of um, 
of uh, Abraham and Isaac, where Abraham's going to sacrifice Isaac, right? Well, in the Midrash, which is the Jewish uh, traditional uh, understanding of the Bible, well, it's not traditional, but it's like an external reading. Um, they actually said that um, Abraham actually killed Isaac and he was dead for three days and God brought him back. It's always three days that you're dead for, okay? Yeah. And this is why, okay? And then finally, the final sign is Capricorn. Because if you look at the zodiac wheel, Capricorn's at the bottom of it, okay? Nice. And if you imagine the sun metaphorically walking a degree a day along the zodiac circle as it rises to its height, okay, it starts to climb in Capricorn and it starts to climb the mountain. Well, the goat climbs the mountain better than anyone else. If you've ever seen a mountain goat, they're on, they're unbelievable. They're they're on a ledge that's like. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Two inches long and they're just climbing the mountain. That is so so that's, why, that's why Capricorn is that. So those are the 12 signs. Those are the words you need to look for. And that's basically what it is. Now, if we start talking about Revelation, Give me a sec. We can start with Revelation 4, 7. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. So this is the animal with four faces. Okay? Yes. Well, okay. This references the four fixed points in the zodiac. Okay? You have lion, Leo. Right? You have ox, Taurus. You have the face of a man, Aquarius, and the fourth is like a flying eagle. Now, in astrology, the scorpion is the belly-crawling creature. It crawls on its belly. It's, it's the lowest form of life on Earth. In fact, God dictates that it's the lowest form of life on Earth. Yes. <laughs> in, the book of, uh, in, the, in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve, they make the snake crawl in the belly after the deception. Okay? So that's its lowest form of life. However, in astrology, the, 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 the scorpion evolves into the eagle which is the highest flying creature on earth. Okay. So basically the Eagle means Scorpio. So you have the four signs, you have Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. Now Leo and Aquarius are opposing signs in the Zodiac. Taurus and Scorpio are opposing signs. If you look at the Zodiac wheel, this makes an X through it. Okay. So it's a perfect celestial alignment. These were chosen on purpose to represent this. 
they're the four fixed signs of the zodiac. You have things like cardinal signs or mutable signs or fixed signs, for example. Well, a fixed sign is a fixed sign because it's fixed in its season. All the signs I just mentioned to you are in the dead of their seasons. Okay, lion, Leo is in the dead of summer. Ox is in the dead of spring. Man is the dead of winter, and Scorpio is the dead of fall. So that makes sense, right? It does, totally. Okay. So, Revelation 5, 5. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He has opened the scroll and the seven seals. Now, the lion of Judah is Leo. Now, Jesus is given names in church that people don't question. However, it's all Zodiac related, but they don't question where it comes from. When the sun is in Aquarius, he's known as the son of man. When the sun is in Pisces, he's known as the fisherman of men. And it's also why he fed the masses with two fish. When the sun is in Aries, he's known as the lamb of God or the good shepherd. When the sun is in Leo, he's, I'm sorry, when the sun is in Cancer, he's known as the, he's known as the good beetle as, uh, as St. Augustine called him. When the sun is in Leo, he's called the Lion of Judah, as Revelation 5.5 5 calls him. When the sun is in Virgo, the lady with the weed stalk, he's born of a virgin, and he's called the Bread of Life. When the sun is in Libra, he's known as the Just One. Then he's betrayed in Scorpio, he dies in Sagittarius, and he's worshipped on the sun day. That's why he's the sun. So basically... Um, that's Revelation 5.5. 5. Now, Revelation 6.1, I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, come. Now, we just went over the four living creatures, and we okay. just decoded what that was. But do you know why the Lamb is uh, Aries, the Ram. Do you know why the Lamb has to be the first of the seven seals? Why it has to be the first seal? You know, I thought I did, but I didn't. So the reason the lamb has to be the first seal is because Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Right. It's it's the new year. It's the new year. That's why um, you know it's spring. You know the sun is back out. Vegetation is starting to grow. The days are getting longer. It's a celebratory period. So the zodiac wheel starts in Aries. Aries is the lamb. That's why he has to be the first. Well, you know you are just cooking with Crisco coming through this. But mm-hmm. I have to interrupt you. Sure. Because we have to take a quick break. Okay. So if you'll bear with us, we'll be right back. And this is fascinating. I am glad that this is happening. We'll be right back. You are listening to WPHM Digital Broadcasting. The best. In paranormal talk radio. Oh, come on. I'm Southern, but. Um, nope. That'll do. Hello. 
I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. This is Jason Bland, host of Midwest Paranormal Presents Paranormal Soup, where we stream live as a webcast every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, with guests who will blow your mind. Live ghost box sessions where you can call into the show to see the spirits will talk to you. And the World Wide Web of Weird, with the latest in paranormal news and evidence. We're bringing the weird every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experience Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hobson Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham. Alabama. Thank you for listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is 23 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. I am so glad you're here for the second segment. I am just having a great time with Micah, but he has a lot of information to cover in this first hour. So, Micah, let it rip, Tater Chip. Sounds good. So, Revelation 6-2. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow. You want to take a guess at that? White horse with the bow? That, yeah. Uh, actually, I do know that. <sighs> no, you go, because I'll sit here and I'll... It's Sagittarius with the bow and the arrow. Yes. It's just out there. It's out there in the open. And it's it's actually, that's how it's phrased. Right. This is, this is the first of the four horsemen. Now the four horsemen are all Sagittarius. You understand that? Sagittarius is the man with the bow and the arrow. Yes. Sagittarius kills um, the sun. Okay. In the Bible, it's translated as a spear or the spear of destiny. Yes. Okay, but here it's the bow and the arrow. So you have four horsemen. Okay, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That's four Sagittarius. There's four Gospels in the New Testament where Jesus dies in each and every one of them in Sagittarius. That's why there's four horsemen. Okay, that's right. So Revelation six six. Then I heard what sounded like a voice coming 
among the four living creatures, saying, two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day's wages. Well, that's Virgo. And do not damage the oil and the wine. Well, olive oil and the wine, that's Libra. Those are connecting signs in the Zodiac. Okay, Revelation 6.12. Revelation 6.12. I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red. And the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs dropped from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. Well, the sun turned black like a sackcloth made of goat hair. The moon turned blood red. Figs dropped from a fig tree. So the goat is Capricorn, and it's black because Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn, which is known as the black planet. It was known as the black cube. Saturn has the rings. That's why you have to wear ear rings. Women had to wear ear rings because they had to listen to their god, which was Saturn. They wear, men had to wear wedding rings because they had to listen to Saturn. The Jews worship on the Saturn day or the Satur day because it all goes back to Saturn worship. The Jews also wear a black cube on their forehead when they pray. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. I have. <clears throat> that goes back to Saturn worship. The Muslims wa- worship around the Kaaba. It's a black cube in the middle of the desert. Okay? That's all Saturn worship. So the moon turned blood red. Directly across from Capricorn is the sign Cancer, whose ruling planet is the moon. So you were talking about neighboring signs before, and now you're talking about cross signs. The first time figs are good to eat are in June or Cancer. The second time they are good to eat is from August to October, which is basically Libra. Mm -hmm. Revelation 7-4, then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. Have you heard this phrase before? I have heard that phrase before. Okay, what, what what do people interpret it as? They interpret it as those are the ones that are going to be saved out of all the Jews. Yep, exactly. Okay, would you like to know what it really means? I would love to. Okay, are you familiar with the chakras? I am. The ancient Buddhist chakras? There are seven chakras. The root has four petals, the sacral has six, the solar plexus has ten, the heart has twelve, and the throat has sixteen, which equals forty-eight. The third eye chakra is represented by 96 and only has two petals because it's two times as powerful as the lower chakras. So, so far you have 48 times two, that's 96. Now the crown chakra is a thousand times more powerful than the lower six chakras. When you add the lower six, you get 96, like I just mentioned, plus 48, that gives you 144. You multiply that by a thousand, that's your 144,000. When you've activated all your chakras, that's when you get to go see God and you're saved and you go to heaven out of town that's what it means that's what it means the ancients knew this the ancients knew this because they knew that the buddhism was uh was big around that time too you know and they're they're all influenced and it's important to know too that christ is christos in greek yes. now in the ancient uh the ancient jews wrote in aramaic and hebrew okay mm-hmm. the bible was written in hebrew however anybody that knew anything back in those days where if you were sophisticated, you wrote in Greek, okay? So basically, Christos in Greek means oil. So it's basically Jesus' oil, okay? So the oil travels up your spine, which is Jacob's ladder, which is all 33 of them, okay? And then you know the significance of the number 33. And sets in your pineal gland where you're able to see God. There's plenty of talk about this mystical sort of stuff, uh, in the Bible, they talk about manna. Now, in Hebrew, the word manna means what's this, okay? Because the, the Jews would point to the ground and say, what's this? It was a small, round, white thing. You'd eat it, and you'd talk to God. They were talking about psilocybin mushrooms, 
Okay, so they knew about this. There's a lot of uh, spirituality going in the Bible, too. Now, Revelation 9.3, And out of the smoke came down locusts on earth, and they were given powers like that of the scorpions on earth. Well, scorpion is Scorpio. Okay? Yes. Now, the next one, Revelation 9.7, The locusts looked like horses, which is Sagittarius, prepared for battle. On the head, they wore something like crowns of gold. Well, that's just say that's just a metaphor for the sun being in Sagittarius. The sun is golden, and their faces resembled human faces. Well, that's Aquarius and Virgo, the man and the woman. Yeah. Their hair was like woman's hair. That's Virgo, and their teeth were like lion's teeth. That's Leo. They had tails with stingers like scorpions. That's Scorpio. Revelation nine seven has seven different signs just in that one passage. That if you know what you're looking for, and you listen to the breakdown that I gave you before, you can begin to read it this way. Okay. Now, Revelation twelve one, a great sign appeared in heaven: a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its heads. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. Okay? So a sign appeared in heaven. The sun in the, – okay? The sun uh, – the woman clothed with the sun. Well, the woman is Virgo. Right. And when they say clothed with the sun, they just literally mean the sun is in Virgo. It's just a metaphor. With the moon under her feet. Now, if the sun is out – okay? So basically, you have 12 zodiac signs. We have a 24-hour day clock, which means the sun spends two hours in each sign every day. Right. All right? So if it's in Virgo, that's between 4 and 6 p.m. The sun is still out. Now, if the sun is still out, then the moon would be at her feet, right? Because if the moon was out, the sun would be at her feet. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. Now, she was pregnant and, gave, and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In heaven, an enormous red dragon, its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to earth. Well, the enormous red dragon. Have you heard of the constellation Draco the dragon? I have. In fact, that's one of my favorite stars. Yeah, Draco's a constellation, and its tail is enormous. But here's the cool part. You know how they said that its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to Earth? Mm -hmm. 
Well, the tail of Draco goes from Aries to Sagittarius, which is one third of the sky. So this is all just star. Yeah, this is all just star poetry. You know, the book of Revelation is no different than the book of Matthew, which is no different than the book of Genesis, which is no different than the book of Job, which we went over last time. It can all be decoded the same way. This is too cool. I love talking to you. (laughs) Thank you. Revelation 13.2. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. There's a constellation called Camelopardalis. It can reference a camel, Camelos, or a leopard, Pardalis. So the giraffe used to be called the camel leopard. Does that make sense? It does. Because okay. it's spotted. Yes. So it the big. beast resembled. Exactly. So the beast resembled Camelopardalis, but had the feet of a bear. Ursa Major and Ursa Minor represents the great bear and her cubs. A mouth like that of a lion, that's Leo. Then Revelation 13 and 11. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. Well, the lamb is Aries, okay? Yes. But it spoke like a dragon. That's the constellation Draco, okay? I'm so... Revelation eighteen thirteen, cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, that's Libra, of fine flour and wheat, that's Virgo, cattle and sheep, cattle is Taurus, the ox, and sheep is Aries, horses and carriages, that's Sagittarius, and human beings sold as slaves, that's Aquarius and Virgo. Okay? And that's the book of Revelation. That's really all it is. It's not... It's not meant to be taken literally. It's not prophecy. It's not any of that. It's just it's literally, it's just information. They're, they're just telling you where they hid the stars. They're telling you the properties of the stars, and they're telling you um, their cross signs and their neighboring signs. It's just basically an encoded way to save this information. That's all this really is. Well, what made it take the turn to become what it is now? <sighs> because. The Crusades, for example. So in 325 AD, Constantine united everybody under literal Christianity. Okay, now, whether he was baptized on his deathbed or whether he did it uh, outside of that is kind of up in the air. But he united everyone under a literal Christianity. And then they went to war against the pagans. They went to war against everybody who didn't believe as they believed. They would kill them or convert them. That's how they've always been. Okay. Now, yes. before, now around that, 325 AD, okay, there was a Constantine's nephew. His name was Julian the Apostate, okay? And his works still survive. You could always Amazon his works, okay? He was Constantine's nephew, okay? Before 325 AD, Christians used to be called Heliognostics. And Helios in Greek means no, uh, sun, and Gnosis means knowers. They were sun worshippers. That's all they were. They were doing it openly. And if they were reading the Bible, they were reading it the way that I'm reading it right now. Okay? It only became literal at 325 AD. In fact, Julian the Apostate tried to bring his people back to sun worship because it's always been sun worship. They're they're just metaphors for it. Okay? The Egyptian Book of the Dead is the same way. The Enuma Elish is the same way. They're all – they can all be decoded with astrotheology because that's what it was. Because these ancients had to look to the stars and make sense of where they were in the world. And nothing is more sacred than that. Okay? Well, because so Julian it guided Apost- everything. It did. Literally Julian- everything, whether you were a se- mm-hmm. 
Sea Voyager or land based or yep. a nomad, you had to know your astrology. You had something called the Antikythera mechanism, okay, which was basically found in the Greek waters, okay? It was from the Antikythera ship, okay? And what they found was it was a thousand year old computer that tracked the stars, okay? It was way ahead of its time. They couldn't figure out what it was, but then they finally figured out what it was. I mean, you're talking about Gobeki, Gobeki, I always say it wrong, Gobeki Tepe, okay? That's 12,000 years ago, okay, that they've been able to date it. And they found that part of it was an uh, an astrological observation center. You have things like the Lascaux Caves, which go back 40,000 years. The Lascaux Caves are in France because they're they're called the Lascaux Caves because they're from Lascaux, uh, France. What they were were these caves where people went into them, deep into them. And when they hit the back walls, they found things like uh, the many faces of the lion, uh, the bull. They found uh, the horse, all all written on it. And what they did was they carbon dated the wall. They found it to be about 40,000 years, plus or minus 5,000 years with the carbon dating. Now, carbon dating is interesting because a lot of the religious people will tell you that it's not accurate. And that's that's one of their biggest cases uh, against the timeline of millions and millions of years. Yes. Okay, that's what they use. They say carbon dating is not accurate. And they're half true about that, to be honest with you. Give them some credit. Um, the truth of the matter is, is that... Um, the truth of the matter is, is that carbon dating is only accurate up to about 50,000 years. Now, it's quite accurate up to 50,000 years. But past that, when you start to get into the hundreds or the millions, it, it doesn't. Okay? So what they did was they, they, um, they dated the wall. And then once they dated the wall, they brought in an astronomer, a scientist, and an astrologer in. They rewound the sky back 40,000 years or to whatever date they found it at. Okay, which was around that time frame. And what they did was when they printed out the stars and they superimposed it on the cave, they found that where they drew the line was where Leo was. They found that the horse was where Sagittarius was, that the bull was where Taurus was. They found all these signs. Yeah, so we've known about the Zodiac for 40,000 years. It's all that's ever been. All these ancient uh, sacred texts, okay? And I mean the sacred texts, all they're doing is talking about that. That's all they're doing is because that that was the most important thing back in the day. And the reason it was the most important thing back in the day is because you had to know when you had to look at you had to see the bull. We have tractors that do it now, but you had to see the bull back in the day because that's how you planted the field. Now, if you if you saw the bull and did nothing in the sky, if you saw Taurus in the sky and did nothing, then you're not eating at the end of the year. Then you're going to starve in winter. You had to know when the sun was going to come up and down because we take for granted. We have phones, calendars, smartwatches, Apple phones, whatever you want to have. You know, they had sundials. Exactly. That's what they did. You know, that's what they did. They, they didn't have a set of this. And they had to look at the stars for thousands of years in an unpolluted environment, which is what it was before they had industrial and light pollution. Okay. And they had to chart this stuff. And that's basically what they did. And they encoded it into these books because what happens with sacred information, because this was the most secret information, these are our origins. You know, the iron in our blood only could come from forging and dying stars. Right. You know, we're from the stars and that's where we're going to go back to when we leave. And the truth of the matter is, is that um, when <laughs> – well, hard to explain, but basically we're trying to understand where we came from. 
Okay. And that was the most sacred information. And because it was the most sacred information, they had to encode it because what happens with powerful information, people corrupt it. The elites take advantage of it. And that's what they did. They did. Okay. I have to tell you, I'm going to interrupt you there because there's a discussion here that I want you to be aware of. And I would like to, um, for you to address some of it because one of the people that we have is that is a ancient text scholar okay and you know, and like a lot of people sherry in chat says oh well i always thought revelations was all about prophecy and then april mm-hmm. who is the the text studier said the right. stars according to uh apocryphal apocryphal the apocryphal Text tell the story of Jesus and, and all time. Yeshur explains how the 12 sons could be found and how Joseph revealed himself to his brothers. And Jesus' birth was revealed in the skies. Abraham was shown in the stars too. And why Nimrod tried to kill him was because they should. They saw. They showed his offspring defeating Nimrod. Right. So well, you talk about that... you talk about ancient you talk about ancient gods there that had the same thing. You had two competing religions at the time of the ancient, uh, uh, well, at the the ancient Christians. You had uh, something called Mithraism, and you had something called Dagon worship. Okay. Now Dagon, if you look at pictures of Dagon worship, is a man with a fish head on his head and the scales and the tail running down the back of his neck. Right. Okay, because it was fish worship. Okay, this was at the time of early Christianity. Well, this just so happens that the Pope's mitre that he wears on his head, okay, comes from Mithraism. Okay, because if you take the Pope's mitre off his head, you can Google this, Pope mitre, fish head. Okay, yes. just Google that. What you'll find is that the Pope's mitre, his, the head that he wears, when you take it off and you turn it to its side, it looks like a fish head. And that was done intentionally and on purpose, okay, because they were competing things. It basically boils down to this. I would say this to the ancient text scholar. I would say in the time of Taurus, okay, in the age of Taurus, the Egyptians were the most prevalent people. They were just – they were everything. And what happened was um, they used to have hieroglyphs, right? And you would see plenty of hieroglyphs of of the bull with its horns, with the sun between its horns. It's just obvious they're telling you they're worshipping Taurus. Okay. Now in Taurus, the Jewish people start to come around. Okay. So now the Egyptians leave us the book of the dead. Uh, Yeah. They leave us the book of the dead and among other things. Okay. Plenty of works. Now the Jewish people come around during the time of Taurus, but they really become around in the time of Aries. That's when the old Testament was written. Okay. That's the Ram. Okay. So the Jews blow the Ram's horn to the sky. They rub the lamb's blood on their door to protect them from God. Okay? These are all metaphors. They're all stories. You have the lamb shank bone on the Passover plate. Okay? Now, the Jewish people left ex- uh, in Exodus. They left their homes with Moses so fast that the bread couldn't rise. That's why the Jews have matzah to this day. That's the symbolism behind it is because they, they, they the bread didn't rise because they couldn't yeast it. Okay? So they had to – they didn't have time for it to rise. So they took whatever flatbread they had. They took whatever they had. They go in the desert. They're wandering for 40 years. Moses goes to the mountain, Mount Sinai, 
And Mount Sinai is a combination of two words, sin and AI. Okay. The Jewish people have a moon calendar. Okay. They're, they have a lunar calendar, whereas we have a solar calendar. Okay. Sin AI. AI means mountain. Okay. And S-I-N means moon god. So it's the mountain of the moon god because what would happen? They would see this giant volcano or Mount Sinai and they would see the moon come from behind it. So they assume that's where it came from. Right. So they go to Mount – he goes to Mount Sinai. He goes to the top. And what he does is he gets the Ten Commandments and he comes down. And what does he see them worshiping? The, the – The golden calf, wasn't it? The, the golden calf, okay? Now, what's more likely? This is what I'm saying to you. What's more likely? Either this is a metaphor or it's to be taken literally. Now, if it's to be taken literally, you have to explain how these Jews who couldn't even let bread rise had to run out of their houses with barely their sandals, okay? Go into the desert. Then when Moses climbed the mountain and was gone for a period of time, they all pulled together more gold than we probably have in the Western Hemisphere to build this giant statue. Yeah. Found welding equipment in the middle of the desert, so that's convenient too. And then just basically built this giant statue, or metaphorically, what it is, is it's talking about the gold is the sun and the calf is Taurus. They're worshiping the sun and Taurus, but they're the people of Aries. That's why Moses got mad, because they were worshiping the wrong time period. It's always about worshiping the right time period. Moses takes the Ten Commandments and slams them on the ground, and that's where we get the phrase breaking the law and lawbreaker from because he was the first one to break the law. Yes. Okay? So then that's that. And then after that, the Jewish people start to fade in numbers. And then in, in Pisces, the Christians come up. That's why you have the two fish. Okay? The two fish. Jesus feeds the masses with the two fish and the loaves of bread. Well, if you look at the Zodiac Wheel, the fish and the loaves of bread, Virgo, the lady with the wheat stalk, are opposing signs. Yes. So that's why he fed them with that. And not only that, but if you look at the um, the Jesus fish that's on the cars these days, um, it's the center of the Vesica Pisces. Now, the Vesica Pisces is a has a mathematical uh, arrangement of two forty seven over one fifty three. Do you know why one fifty three is so special to the Bible? I do not. Because when Jesus comes back from being res- – when Jesus is resurrected, he's walking along the beach and he's seeing um, he's seeing the disciples and they're fishing and they can't catch anything because yes. their net is in Aquarius. Okay, So he says throw it to the other side of the boat. So the other side of the boat is a metaphor. So next to Aquarius is Pisces where the fish are. So they throw it into Pisces where the fish is. That's the age that they're in. They catch 153 fish. They make it a point to say 153 fish. The ancients knew all the sacred math and the knowledge. They just embedded it in here. So now the uh, the Christians, time is up because we're in the age of Aquarius right now. And we're too young into it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. To see what's going to happen. But if, if things play out like they're always supposed to play out, like they have for the last 6,000 years that I've just outlined, in a thousand years, historians will look back and realize that there was a new religion created. Now, whether that's transhumanism or merging with machines or what have you, um, I don't know. I think that's a possibility. Yes. But I would just say is, is that all the ancient texts, back to the original point, before I outline that, all the ancient texts lead back to this. Okay, It's all about the 12 zodiac signs and the constellations. Now, the zodiacs changed slightly in the last 8,000 years, 6,000 years, in the sense that um, the, the, cra- the crab, that's now, it used to be the, the scarab, the beetle, the Egyptian yes. beetle, okay? But also the lion, Leo, used to be the sphinx. Now, if you look at the sphinx, okay, if you look at the sphinx, it's interesting because there's two things you'll see on the sphinx. Number one, the back of it, okay, is very smooth, okay, because it was dug out. Now, it was dug out, but it must have been if it was hit by sand, it would have looked weathered and coarse, but it's smooth. And the only way it's smooth is if water had run over it for thousands of years. Now, the last time there was water in the area where the Sphinx was, was 12,000 years ago during the last ice age when it melted and everything just ran off. Now, it's important to know, too, that if <clears throat> you're talking about 12,000 years ago, that's the age of Leo. Okay. So that's the age of Leo. Now, it just so happens that the Sphinx would have been facing the constellation Leo at the same time period. Okay, so if they tell you that the Sphinx is only four or five thousand years old, that's just because it has to fit into the biblical narrative that everyone's been sold. It's not. That's not how it works. There's too many. There's too much evidence pointing against it. Well, you know, I have talked with people who have, in fact, one friend of mine has actually espoused the notion, written a book about about the the Nile through history and mm-hmm. that his theory is that when the Nile was flowing to a different path that it was a you know there was so much water that they were able to create a lock system to get stones you know floated up Right, down the, tra- down the trail in order to build the pyramids. Well, the pyramids were built with something called uh, acoustic levitation. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But I it's have. a science that... Crystal Palace is where um, we had someone that is believed to have been using that here in America. But not Crystal for people Palace. Who don't know, Crystal for people who don't know what it is, acoustic levitation is basically manipulating sound waves in order to 
lift incredibly heavy things up like tinker toys. And basically, if you've ever seen something levitate, that's why it's acoustic levitation. Now, if you go to YouTube and you type in rock acoustic levitation, you could see them doing this on a small scale. Okay, they basically run sound waves under the stone. And it just basically floats in the air like a tinker toy. Okay, and that's how they used to do this yes. thousands of years ago. Well, I just have always found that interesting. My husband is in the machinist, so we talk about all of the yeah, Machu Picchu of other places where it's obvious that these were right. handcrafted materials. And they were always they were always pyramids too. And do you know why they were pyramids? Because they're energy portals. Yes, they they're are. energy portals. In my second book, which I don't want to give anything away, but you basically find out they're energy portals. And the the interesting thing about them is they all line up on the grid of Earth, Earth's electromagnetic grid. Um, it lines up perfectly with it. That's why you have pyramids on these nodal points. Now, the interesting thing about the pyramids, if you don't believe me, you could just look this up. Ten years ago, in around where you're at, in, um, in the southeast, uh, they had a, a farmer, and he, he had a lot of land, and he put a pyramid on his land. I don't remember how big it was, but he put a pyramid there. And he just, you know, just to see what would happen or just in general, he was obsessed with them. What he found was that the crops that he planted inside the pyramid grew four times as fast. Really? And this is verifiable. Yes. They're well, energy portals. Look, look for that. I love information like that. Yeah. I mean, energy portals. So I can know what area it was and maybe get a chance to talk to him and do an interview. Because that's brilliant. It was around. By, it was around by you. I don't know. If, I don't know specifically if it was an AL, but um, it was. It's around you. I'll find it. But thanks okay. for telling yeah. me that. I just did not know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I find it really interesting. The original pyramids are not like they are right now. The original pyramids were encased in white limestone. Okay, and then they had. It, it's a. It's a. It's a toss-up whether it was a golden capstone, which is the point of my second book too. Uh, it was either yes. a golden capstone or it was uh, it was made from something not on this earth. Um, but basically, that was the, the channeling point. You know, it's really it's really a shame they took Tesla out of mm-hmm. the equation. Yep. Because the world as we know it would be so very different now. Yeah, I hate that they just teach Edison. I can't stand that guy. Do you know that the reason Hollywood moved? I mean, the reason that. Uh, everybody moved to Hollywood to make movies, um, or California, I should say, to move movies was to get away from Edison because he had a monopoly on all the equipment, on all the electricity, on all the that. movie, on the ele- on the electricity, on the movie, on the movie equipment, on everything, and he was charging them out the ass. So they basically moved to California to get as far away from him as possible, and that's why we have coastal movie sets now. That's interesting. I did not know that, but I could see it. But it's just, it was such a loss when not only was Tesla, um, not only was Tesla brilliant and was trying, I mean, he was in mid-project right? when his funding was yanked and, you know, everything that he was doing just came crashing and... They he was... had a choice. He had a chance to be the world's first billionaire too. Billionaire. Yeah. Back in the 1800s, but he didn't do that. He ended up giving it away because he said the guy's doing good work. You know, he wanted to give his work away for free. When asked if he he died a virgin, when asked why he never dated women, he said, "I don't have time for them. My work is too important." <laughs> so basically, that's um, yeah, it's a shame, and they they're, they're never going to release any of his stuff. Forget it. 
Well, that's just, no, they're not, there's no reason to. But the interesting thing, too, is for the Bible, with all this astrotheology and astrology in it, if you were to look at the Roman Catholic Catechism 2116, it basically tells you that astrology is for is witchcraft and for the devil. Yes. Okay, do. so the, the, there's people that know this, that this is true. Like, I didn't, I'm just a guy from Long Island. You know, I just discovered this. You know, I'm not, this is nothing, anything special. I'm just decoding it using the key. That's all I'm doing. You know, and that's all I'm using. Okay. Because when you, when you decode the Bible, you use things like apologetics in order to explain away like talking donkeys and talking snakes and things that don't make sense, right. which is, which you have to do a lot of mental gymnastics for, but I'm just using the Zodiac. That's it to decode the whole thing. And I've done it with plenty of works. Like I can come back on and do other works too. We could do the book of Enoch. We could do, oh, I want um, to do the book of Enoch. When you I'll show you how it's the same thing. Yeah. I'll show you how it's the same thing. It's the same that. thing. It's all the same thing. I just love hearing. I love hearing your ideas, your knowledge, your research. Yeah, the books are fantastic. Thank you. I love your knowledge. Well, and it's all in the books. I know. It's all. That's why I'm books. sitting there going, um, "Yes, wait, I do." <laughs> <laughs> Having to pull through. But, it's um, all in the books. I would recommend. Listen, I'm on. Just to plug my stuff real quick, I'm on Twitter at Real Mr. Dank. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I'm laughing right now because right before I came on, my wife was like, "I can go watch TV or I can listen to you talk again." And she goes, <laughs> "I was like, really? I was like, really?" And she goes, "Yeah." She goes, "So I'm on Twitter." And she just starts making fun of me, and I was like, "So that's why I'm laughing." But I'm on Twitter at Real Mr. Dank. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Miss at Micah Dank. And uh, on Facebook, I have a group, Micah Dank, into the rabbit hole where I post interviews and stuff. Now, if you reach out to me, I will send you uh, – and, and you want to get the books from me instead of Amazon because a lot of people don't like giving money to Bezos. You can. You can reach out to me and I will send you signed autographed copies. I sell hundreds from my house. Hundreds. I so, got it. Yeah. So basically that's basically where it is. And I got my publicist right now is uh, working on a pitch. We're working on the script for the first book, and we're going to start pitching to to uh, TV heads and movie heads shortly, maybe in the next, I would say by the end of the year, maybe a little earlier. Well, but, I um, think the, the books... um, gonna... I would be surprised if it were not picked up quickly. It's really that interesting. Thank you. And that informative. Mm-hmm. So. And... Yes, yeah, like I told you, the only person that I can compare you to as far as your nonfiction being so close that it seems that it's not, uh, your fiction seems that it's not fiction, and and that's Whitley. You write mm -hmm. with the revelation style of Whitley Stryber, and I think that's really cool. Because I think he's neat too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Call him as I see him. It just really amazes me. Because I you appreciate both, you that. Such a good job of that. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, when I read his last book, I had to send him a message and say, "Yeah, this is brilliant, and I can totally see what you're doing." And he was like, "That's fiction." I'm like, "Sure, it is." <laughs> <laughs> so, but you yeah. know. We don't have very many more minutes, and we did uh, skip a break because I did not want to miss a minute of this. Mm -hmm. But 
whenever you are ready, I am ready to book you and we will do more and more. Yeah, reach out to me like tonight. Re- <laughs> you know, reach out to reach out to me. I'll, I'll book something with you for uh, for September. We'll do another evening thing and I'll try and get you two hours. I mean, I have. What do I have here? I have the book of Enoch. I have the Enuma Elish, which is interesting. I don't know what that is. The Enuma Elish is the Babylonian creation story. It's where they get their flood story too from. It's the Babylonian creation story. This is not a biblical text. This is not a holy text. However, it is all the theology. I have the secret book of John. I did a, a, a breakdown of the book of Thomas, Mary Magdalene, Melchizedek, Philip, Judas. Um, yeah, I have plenty of stuff where we can talk about the books. Yeah. And I will have read all of the books by then. Because now I'm having time to sit down and just really get into detail. Mm-hmm. You have to leave me Amazon reviews, though. As much as I hate them, oh. it actually helps me out. Can I do that if I didn't buy it? Yeah, as long All as right. you can, yeah. All right, yeah. well, it will not be in my name. It will be in my husband's name. I'll, okay. I'll let you know when I do it. Sounds good. So, and they're going to reach out to you and you're at Micah Dank on Facebook or Instagram or find you at Mr. Dank. Real Mr. Dank on Twitter. Yes. So that they can order their book from you, get it signed and save a few bucks. Yeah. But mainly get the books. Yeah. This has been awesome. I hate that you only have an hour, but I've had so much time. (laughs) So I can't wait till the next. Yeah. Reach out to me. I will. I will do that this evening. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, for those listening, Micah is here for an hour, so his time is about up. We're going to go to the top of the hour break, and we all know how I feel about the news. I'm always trying to find a little bit of good there, right? So mm-hmm. maybe there's something good. But, yeah, we have riots, fires, and mudslides, and you know, sushi in the malls, as Buffett said. So... And I am going to just say, for those that don't know, a lot of the paranormal community does because Andrea was very open about it. Andrea Perrin lost her grandniece yesterday in the Mm. flooding in um, Tennessee. So if you could keep the Perrin family in whole in your prayers, um, I think they would feel that. They need lifting. They need positive energy. They need to be able to come through the loss of a child and a family. That's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. So just keep them in your in your mind. And Micah, thanks so much again. I will, my, my book is packed, but I'll have mm-hmm. to unpack here in a moment and I will get it out and get with you. Sounds so, good. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you again. Absolutely. Have a good night. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. So just uh, hang in. We will be coming right back, and I will see you in a sec. Well, a a few secs, a lot of secs, seconds. That sounded really weird. Be back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama. Workplace fashions have changed over the years, but what matters stays the same, your employees. We've been the healthcare partner Alabamians have counted on for decades. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama, we cover what matters. 
Live from NPR News, I'm Janine Herbst. President Biden today defended his administration's handling of evacuating Americans and Afghans who assisted U.S. forces out of Afghanistan. In an address from the White House, Biden said 11,000 people have been evacuated this weekend and that the U.S. will use 18 commercial planes to help in the process. NPR's Mara Liason has more. President Biden said that any American who wants to get home from Afghanistan will get home. Pushing back against criticism of the way his administration has handled the withdrawal, Biden said the U.S. was also withdrawing Afghans who worked with allied forces and women leaders and journalists. The chaotic withdrawal has hurt Biden politically. His approval ratings are now below 50. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Percent, but today he claimed he only had two choices, to increase U.S. forces and keep the war going or to end the war. He didn't say whether he could have made a better plan to pull U.S. troops and allies out. Mara Liason, NPR News. Tropical storm Henri, which made landfall on the coast of Rhode Island today, is moving inland with tropical storm force wind gusts, heavy rain and a storm surge threatening to topple trees and take down power lines. Thousands are without power in several states. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont says they've been in close contact with FEMA and they have prepositioned water resources for affected residents, including the elderly. We've had to close down several nursing uh, facilities, move people there, um, uh, residents there to more uh, safe secure places as well. The National Hurricane Center says Henri, once a hurricane, continues to weaken and will become a tropical depression later tonight. The center of the storm is forecast to head to the Connecticut-New York border and then out to sea tomorrow. As the Delta variant of the coronavirus continues to drive up COVID hospitalizations and deaths in many parts of the country, demand for Regeneron's antibody treatment is soaring. But up until recently, the treatment was slow to catch on. NPR's Matthew Schwartz has more. In July, sites around the country were ordering about 25,000 doses per week. Now, that's up to 125,000 per week. It seems to be aligned with where infection rates are surging around the country. That's where we're seeing the biggest order numbers come from. That's Regeneron spokesperson Alex Bowie. She says demand is highest in states like Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, and Florida, states where the Delta variant has been filling hospitals and where vaccination rates are low. 
The drug, which is available without cost to patients, reduces the severity of symptoms and the risk of hospitalization. People can visit the website combatcovid.hhs.gov to find their closest treatment options. Matthew Schwartz, NPR News, Washington. U.S. futures contracts are trading in positive territory. Dow futures contract up a fraction. NASDAQ futures are up about two-tenths of a percent. You're listening to NPR News. In Middle Tennessee, at least 16 people are dead. Dozens are unaccounted for after powerful storms dumped up to 17 inches of rain in Humphreys County in less than 24 hours. Cleanup is underway in several counties as rescue crews search for those dozens areas, taking out roads, power lines, and swept away homes and cars. It quickly turned creeks into raging rapids. A federal study found man-made climate change doubles the chances of the types of heavy downpours causing extreme rain events to become more frequent. The Swedish prime minister says he's stepping down this fall after seven years on the job. Terry Schultz reports Stefan Luffen says his resignation will give a successor time to prepare for Sweden's general elections that will be held next year. Stefan Luffen says he'll leave the prime minister's office in November and quit as head of Sweden's Social Democrats as well. The announcement was described as surprising the Swedish political establishment, even though Luffen has been on the ropes for some time. He resigned in June after losing a parliamentary no-confidence vote over a housing controversy, but was given a new mandate to form a coalition government last month. Luffen's departure may jeopardize the governing coalition's chances to get its budget proposal through parliament in the fall. That could lead to snap elections, which haven't been held in Sweden since 1958. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz. Crude oil futures are trading higher at this hour, up one-tenth of a percent at $62.24 a barrel in electronic trading on the New York Mercantile Exchange. I'm Janine Herbst, NPR News. Welcome back to WBHM Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. The time is five minutes after the hour. Welcome back for the second hour of Paranormal Experience. This is not Paranormal Experience. This is Fate Mag Radio. Thank you so much for being here. I'm a little tired. I had a big event this weekend, and I have never gotten those confused. That's so crazy. But thank you for being here because I have had the best hour with Micah Dank. And if you missed it, I apologize, but he was only able to be with me for an hour tonight. Great hour. Just go back, check out the check out the rebroadcast or just download a copy for yourself. And it is it's just absolutely fantastic. Of course he always is, right? He is the author of the series Into the Rabbit Hole. And I have got to say that his writing is surprising and very good just interesting he spent the hour educating us on the and interpreting revelations really it was just really different and it's included in his books his books are about young people who are trying to get answers and understand the the why things are so suppressed and 
understand the fabric of what the church has built and they are absolutely coming up against everything known to man trying to stop them and some things not known it's a great book they are they are trying to bring forth knowledge and the powers that be and the church is trying to stop them so interesting definitely interesting and if you have any questions at all I am going to be discussing the event that I participated in last night. It was so much fun. And I just have to say that I wish every weekend had that element to it, right? Good friends, good times, beautiful locations mixed along with haunted locations. Discovered some absolute beauty between Chattanooga and Nashville. It is going up, uh, you don't go all the way around to Jasper Mountain from Old so from South Pittsburgh, but you go up uh, to this beautiful place that's called Jasper Highlands, and there is a restaurant there called Top of the Rock. I saw hawks, big hawks. I saw rivers and dams and highways you can see for miles. It was almost to the top of Monego Mountain, and I love that mountain, but the view is great, and Renee, I actually had a chance to see an eagle. After all those great big hawks we were seeing, an eagle finally came, and it was flying straight up from the water like you said they do. It was neat, just neat, and... I think that probably this event at Old South Pittsburgh was one of my favorites. Of course, they all are. <laughs> but I've been very fortunate in the last couple of months to get to spend some quality time in the facility with just me and another person. It was interesting both times. One time I was there with a very gifted psychic. Um, Jennifer Malik, and she she really is astounding. You know, she, she and Kevin Malik were the Paraversal Universe hosts. They wrote a book together. They founded the um, Northern Wisconsin Paranormal Society, and Kevin passed away, and Jennifer has been finding her way as as a woman who lost her other half. You know, it's tough when you're an individual. It's tougher when you know that you shouldn't be just by yourself. So she has been making adaptations and she is starting to build a new life and she's just really having a fantastic time. Um, this past week, I was fortunate enough to be given that opportunity again and my friend Lori Dorsey and I did an investigation. And we, we really only investigated in one place because we were getting so much activity, it was very difficult to walk away from. It was her first time at Old South Pittsburgh Hospital, which was on her bucket list. And she was in just bliss 
because everything was happy. Everything was positive. Um, no negativity. I did talk her into taking a walk for a while. We went down the shadow hallway and went into the, the chapel. And when we got back, I can't wait to review the evidence because I know we were getting EVPs. My spectrograph was was changing. And found a new app or two to try. And I'm not an app person when it comes to my EVP sessions. I am more of a let me hear it with a bare ear or maybe with my, my voice recorder. I'm very... I get so many, right? And I was told that I should start sharing them, so I may just go ahead and create a, a paranormal experienced evidence page with some of my evidence. We'll see. If you like that idea, let me know. Um, if you don't, I may do it anyway just so I have it all in one place. But I think that this is a wonderful just a wonderful time to talk about these events. I think that the um, people there always make the events better. We had last night, we had Diggy, you know, McDiggle from the Ghost Asylum, Haunted Towns, and Haunted Live. He is one of the best paranormal investigators I know, and his energy and personality are so positive, spirit always interacts with him. I've never been anywhere that he wasn't getting positive results. And he investigates a lot now with two friends, Jason Hale and Jeremy Lane, who are the fearless ones. And I asked them last night during their little Q&A, because I had I knew because I'd had them on and they were actually discussing what the fearless ones means and as they said we're, we can all be fearless you don't need you know titles or anything like that but it is all about your your faith I guess or you know, fear is such a controlling factor. And if you can walk in the belief that you are following your path, doing what's right, then I think that that's what they mean. I know that when I was hurt, my daughter-in-law, who was my caregiver, got me a shirt from a Christian bookstore, I think, and it just said fearless. And it had a, a Bible verse from Isaiah on it. And I, I just, I felt nothing like fearless, right? I know that a lot of y'all heard some of those broadcasts I was doing from my bed because I couldn't walk around. And um, y'all will remember that I was anything but fearless. And once she gave me that shirt, it's almost like, you know, when you're doing the corporate thing and you're, dressed to the teeth for work because you've got a big meeting that day and as you walk out the door you look in the mirror to check do that last minute check and you just go it's showtime and you go and you have the persona right 
Well, same thing with confidence. And, you know, in a fearful situation, you can let it go. You can get help. You know, pray. Meditate. Do what works for you. And that's what they mean, too. You know, it's not walking in fear. So, I think that's pretty cool. So, then J.B. Coates, who is one of the best authors in the paranormal, was there too. I love her. And she is a flippin' riot. Nothing but fun. Great books. She had designed hats, and she was high on that. So, and they were good. But she had one with a cat sitting along the the words for yeah, the letters for chaos. And I said, that is going to go. That cat's got its paw on it already. And she just laughed. I'm like, hey, I'm a cat. I know these things. So it was great. And then Rick McCollum was there. And I'm going to tell you, the guy is a great ghost hunter. Just absolutely a great ghost hunter. And I was so impressed because I've investigated with him in the past, but not for an extended period of time. Um, we investigated in Lexington, and it was amazing. And we both are, it's really kind of weird because we're both sensitive. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...and aware of the same things. So, using a thermal imaging camera, if you, you know, I said you need to to put it over there and he had already started to turn that way so the investigation techniques and the knowledge of energy are very similar between us then um he ghosts love him okay denise was also at an event this weekend and she says michelle lebaron did not use the f word the whole time they were with her i am throwing down a card 
I love Michelle. She is one of my favorite people. And you know it, Mish, that I've had to edit too many shows from that beautiful girl. So, too fun. But, um, you know, I was up on the third floor at the old South Pittsburgh Hospital. There was a flood there also. Um, and Dara and Daniel, who are volunteers at the hospital, were out there up to their knees and muck and nasty trying to clear the drains to keep more water from coming into the structure and they did but they were just amazing and um, I just think that's kind of neat so oh Sherry I'm going to claim those hashtags thank you but <laughs> Denise said she was so surpri surprised that there wasn't an F-bomb I know you were, girl. I know you were. But we are at break. I am going to go ahead and take it, and we will be right back. Warning. The following message does not necessarily reflect the views of WBHMDB or its hosts, guests, listeners, or of any functioning adult in general. In fact, Frank should probably seek professional help. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there, Frank Lee here. I thought that I would spend a few moments telling you about the positivity from the network here. Uh, the overall message of para-unity and happiness and how everyone here wants to get along with everyone out there and how everything is just Wonderful. Wait, cat's not looking. <laughs> okay, I've got something to really tell you. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what's really going on. Honestly, all that being nice and positive crap is kind of hurting my soul, as dark as it is. So what's really happening. When you see it all the time, everybody and their brother out there has a paranormal team because they watch a couple of episodes of Ghost Hunters or some crap like that. So they go and they spend half their mortgage payment on tools and things that light up that they don't understand. And then the next logical step after buying matching black t-shirts and posing like 90s rappers for their Facebook page is to of course have their own podcast. Well, you know what? You're not gonna find that crap here. What we have here at WBHM Digital Broadcasting is the best host, the best guest, bringing you real information. All of the hosts here on this network know their stuff. They are the people who have been out there doing the work, doing actual research. And no, by research, I don't mean binge-watching some kind of cheesy TV show on Netflix. I mean reading books. I mean out in the field doing the labor. And who are they interviewing on their shows? They're bringing you the people they have learned from. They're bringing you the best in the field covering all kinds of topics from UFOs and aliens to Bigfoot to cryptozoology to ghosts to anything you can think of a bit strange and unexplained it is here and you're going to get the best information here 
so stay tuned to WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Don't go anywhere. Speaking of going somewhere, I've got to go before my mic gets cut. We'll see you there on WBHM DB. Welcome back to Fate Mag Radio. I am so glad that you are here. I have just had the best weekend and I was talking about some of the things that I experienced while I was at Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. I am so, I'm going to put out there first and foremost, it was so great seeing friends and I was just beyond thrilled to get to see Sherry Horsick get to see Renee Dykes, to get to see Missy Bryan, to get to, well, to get to see everyone, because if I go through the list, I'm going to miss someone, and I'll be devastated. I'm not going to do that. But the hugs, the greetings, the how have you been, oh my gosh, what's been happening in your life moments, you know, it's just really a beautiful thing. And I didn't realize how much I had missed that. Yeah, the paranormal community is just that. We're a community. The the people that put on the events, whether it's at the Paulding Jail or or Old South Pittsburgh or back when they used to be its loss. So many different things. You know, it's just um I was I wasn't able to manage getting to the Gettysburg Battlefield Bash this year, and I really was so disappointed. That's a brilliant event, and it's the people there that I don't get to see very often because they're mostly from New England. And, well, New England, yeah, well, yeah, pretty much all up there. And New York State, Pennsylvania, And those are areas that are difficult for me to get to in the right time frame to be able to not put my husband in a bind. So that's that's my one of my very favorite events ever because they help Wounded Warriors of Pennsylvania, because they help kids with cancer, because the people that run it are some of the best people on the planet. Pam and Steve Barry are very special. You know, their volunteers are astounding. And it was just so great to be out with people that you know and care about, that you know care about you, who are so supportive. We're all supportive of each other. You know, we were talking today about people that we realized we haven't seen in so long. And of all people, Dustin Perry's name came up. And he is one of the most positive, wonderful, nice, inspirational speakers on the planet. And, yeah, he works a real gig. He's a dad. He's got life, right? And he maintains that positivity through everything. It's just so awesome. So, you know... It's just definitely something that was needed, and it's just amazing what 
people can can do to change the world in their own space and it just spreads with a ripple effect you know the sherry and chat said that everyone always says that old south pittsburgh hospital has the best volunteers and they are you know every place that people have a passion for benefits from that you know when ronnie d purchased old south pittsburgh hospital it was a shambles i was there immediately before it was taken for taxes and it was terrible the person who was supposed to be the care you know the responsible party for it they didn't own it um just did not put anything back into the building it was it was horrid it had mold the water main was busted they'd been doing fixes without permitted repairs there were all kinds of things that were happening and if they had not taken that building for taxes I would never have gone back because it had been such a a really bummer of an experience but they did and Ronnie bought bought it and yeah just on the QT he's bought another one now too I'm not yeah talking about that much though but you know it's just um he came into it with a passion the volunteers came to it with a passion there's too many to go through the whole list he put together a board uh board of board of directors i think is what they called themselves and basically it's all of the volunteers who work hard do everything and um it was it was just they stepped up I've that was in the interim when I wasn't walking and it was killing me because I wanted to be there got there as soon as I could but most of the horrible work was already done Renee Dykes is in chat and she said it was awful she worked there also at the time and when Ron bought it they pretty much gutted it and redid it all I'm telling you it could be a hospital it is so close to being redone and you know if you had your name on the wall it's not there anymore with one rare exception that I know of and it's just there until but if you had your name on the wall you can call the hospital phone number or look on their Facebook page because I found my team's picture on the Facebook page and they're going to get me a a real picture so yeah but that was such a wonderful place and I had the best time investigating it and I had the best evidence from there and you know it's really neat and when you see people come together with the positivity and the joy of being able to resuscitate something that we all thought was dying we thought it was going to be gone it's not 
So my thanks to every person involved with Old South Pittsburgh Hospital because it just, it was a mess. So, and Renee Dykes does have pics of all the walls. She has all the pictures of your autographs, as it were. So reach out. You'll find them. She is, she'll find them, trust me. So what do we want to talk about now? Anybody have anything in particular? Are you going to just let me ride roughshod over whatever? Because I can talk about anything. I will say that one of the best surprises of the weekend was when I got a, a shot of the event photo and from my friend Lori, who said, are you going to be here? And I said, well, of course I'm going to be there. And she was like, all right. And she bought her ticket and she drove down from Dayton, Ohio. And it was the best surprise of the day. I was thrilled beyond belief. And I haven't yet gotten a text that she's back. She was trying a new route. And um, she's supposed to be shooting me something when she gets there. And she's about due. So, we'll see. But, you know, just little things like, she is in Ohio. She drove all the way to Old South Pittsburgh by herself to do that investigation. Because she wanted to see me. She wanted to meet Rick face to face because she is my roommate on our trip to Scotland next year with Mysterious Adventures Tours. And it is something I'm looking forward to. I think that's going to be rocking. But, oh, what did I experience at Old South Pittsburgh this weekend as far as the ghosties go? Well, I'll tell you, there was um, some very strange activity up on the third floor, Sherry. Rick and I stayed up there with the groups as they came through, and it was really a great experience. We had more activity with some groupings than we did with others. We had a whole lot of K2, not K2, REM pod, and flashlight. And I actually have a little square tap light that has you know, high, not so bright, and then off, a series of three. And I used the round ones of those at Pensacola Lighthouse with great results. And didn't get as much activity using them as... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would have liked to see. I got probably none. But everything around them was lighting up. I think just because it was new. And they were having a lot of fun with the Boo Bear. And with the, um, the little Raggedy Ann doll that Lori has. There's a lot of EMF action going on. But I have found that we had big time thunderstorms come through there. Y'all know there was Texas uh, flooding in Tennessee and such. So I have found that either the energy from the storms will make the spirits that will really bother them because it raises the EMF so much or once it's through, the place goes dead. That was a bad choice of words, but we'll roll with that. And I did see that immediately after the storms, you know, let up a bit, that the activity level dropped. But it came back. So, you know, our first group had good activity. Our second group, it kind of dropped down a bit. And then the second was just, I mean, excuse me, the third was off the chain. And our fourth group was um, not happening because everyone had already left. <laughs> if we had stayed to do that fourth group, it would have probably been three by the time we got back to our hotel. So, and you, my friend, left before I could tell you bye. So, shame on you. I did have an incident in Miss Nellie's room on the third floor. That was interesting. Um, Michelle Vance, who I have known online for probably at least 10 years, was there. That was such a nice surprise when she was like, I'm here, where are you? So she and I were in Miss Nellie's room. Everybody had left because there really wasn't much happening. And I had just commented earlier that you know, she smelled good. I don't know how anybody could possibly have smelled that good after all the sweat and stuff, but she did. And we were standing, you know, next to each other, and she was like, something just touched my shoulder, and not in a good way. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And about that time, I just had somebody just do a full body press on my back, and I was like, oh, I don't think so. That's just rude. So, you know, it was really being obnoxious. And I walked out, and Rick always gets very good activity with a K2 meter. I've never seen anybody get activity with a K2 meter like he does. In places where there's, like, abandoned castles in Ireland and Scotland where there's no power, Right. And the K2 is still going off because they talked to him. It's ridiculous. But I said, yeah, I would like you to bring that. And let's do this and let's do that. And 
actually had him do that in a couple of different places for different reasons. But I went back into that room and I sat down because I am in there without a lot of people or any people sometimes by myself. And I didn't want to have something that felt like it was okay to do that. So I just went and I didn't get confrontational like yelling and screaming and stuff, but I was confrontational with just, you can't do that. That is my space and you don't get to violate that. Yeah, that's just mine. And so <laughs> it was ridiculous. I just, uh, I do know that Miss Nelly was a handful, but it, it was not, I don't think it was Miss Nelly, truly. It did not, it felt like masculine energy. And it was just a, you know, you don't get to do that, and here is why. There are boundaries, and there are rules, and they're mine, and you don't get to violate them. So I'd appreciate it if you would just stay backed up off of me. And there are some other things, but nothing ugly. I'm never ugly to spirit. And then we went on about the night, and everything was fine. I was just, you know, one of those weird things. And I tried to get the young woman who had had her children there. And apparently there had been a house fire and they, they perished. But she had several children. And the very first time I ever went to South Pittsburgh, years and years and years ago, she, I was taking off a doctor's coat because it was hotter than blazes. And I'd set my K2 down, and my friend Nicole that was investigating with me said, your K2 is going crazy. And I looked down, and it was. <laughs> it was completely crazy. And when we sat down and started conversing, the young woman understood how to use it. Because I said, you know, you can't just keep doing this and going over my words. You need to use it. The best way would be answering questions, this for that, or whatever. And um, so I tried to see if she was still there, and I didn't get anything. But it was that last grouping when things had gotten quiet. It was a great investigation. Great location, great investigation. And Sherry said she turns into a pumpkin if she stays later than midnight. So I feel ya. I was a pumpkin when I got up after staying... <laughs> past midnight but you know it's really interesting because there's so many different kinds of paranormal activity and it's fun it's um, terrifying if it's happening in your home and you don't understand what it is sometimes it's terrifying if it's happening in your home and you know what's going on with it so you know it's um the activity is different from spirit to spirit. You know, you don't have a script that every ghost owned and off-planet has to go through, right? You get to actually feel personalities, talk to personalities. You're, what you are as you live is what you become as you die. And I, I believe that firmly. I've experienced it too many times. I have also experienced somebody changing after their death. They 
are fearful. If they have had negative behaviors, then they're feel fearful of crossing because they've told they've been told all of their life that you know if you do so and so you're going to hell and I've come across spirits that were afraid to cross and it's not my place to do that I had a home where there was some bully spirit there who was intimidating the others and really putting fear into them and one of the one of the young women there had wanted to to leave and the owners of the home wanted them to be able to leave too so i was sitting on the couch and i just told you know just said out loud that no one has dominion over you but god and if you want to go there is no human spirit that can make you stay here they don't have any jurisdiction over you whatsoever and so as a result of that it's really funny because frankly the guy that just did the that did the previous commercial is my research partner and another member of the team were sitting on either side of me and this great big rush of wind came straight through me I mean it lifted my hair it blew me a little bit backwards um, both men were on the other side of the room before my hair got laid back down <laughs> it was so funny but um, I was just like see they can't do anything just if you want to go you can go you're not locked in here nobody can make you stay and that was one of my very favorite things that happened you know I just was really glad and it was it was odd so there's that but it's time for our next break and probably not going to be nearly as much fun as the last one but I hope you like it anyway and we'll see you on the flip side come back you're listening to WBHM digital broadcasting the best in paranormal talk only on paranormal experience radio broadcasting live out of Birmingham Alabama Come on, I'm Southern, but... Um, nope. That'll do. Hello, I am Kat Hobson, host of Paranormal Experience here on WBHN Digital Broadcasting out of Birmingham, Alabama. I enjoy having guests from all areas of the paranormal, from ghosts to ufology to cryptids and beyond. You'll find some of the best researchers in their fields bringing you some great information. Join me on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p. Eastern here on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. Since 1948, Fate Magazine has brought you reports of the strange and unknown, all of them true. Fate Radio is carrying on that tradition, bringing you the unusual, macabre, strange, and bizarre. Join host Cat Hops Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on WBHM Digital Broadcasting. 
listening to WBHM, Digital Broadcasting, the best in paranormal talk, only on Paranormal Experienced Radio, broadcasting live out of Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome back to Fate Mag Radio. Thank you so much for being here tonight. My guest for the first hour, Micah Dank, was, he's one of my favorite people. I don't think he really realizes that. But he is so informative. He's done so much work and research into the areas of information that he uses in writing his books. And he's just great. He's going to be coming back to discuss other things. He'll be back in September. And really and truly, he could be a monthly feature. He has such vast knowledge of different things. You can tell that his research has been thorough and impeccable. So, I like it. And I just think that being able to talk to people like that makes everything so much easier. You know, there's conversation now going on in chat about how we deal with spirits and there is an elemental at Old South Pittsburgh or was, I haven't seen it myself ever and I've been told that it's been you know, that it's gone and that it's, it was an elemental and it was put in place by Native Americans to protect the land and it it was just still there. So I found that interesting because I have experienced elementals in the past. And it's just, you know, Renee from there said, people have more control than they know over spirits. And I absolutely believe that. When I learned and understood that, I actually felt very liberated in my investigations because... I felt like I had a, a part in the narrative. You know, it was it was time to just, you know, do it. Just go and do it and interact as you would with a person because as a rule that's who you're dealing with. And um it's just awesome. You know, you just have to know that you're What's the right phrase? You know, not that you're the boss, but that you have more control and that you can work with or prevent what's happening in your safe environments, right? It's a big deal. And I am tickled because last week in my show, um, we were talking about spoon bending, right? And I had mentioned that that is the one thing that I have done in my paranormal career that has flipped my husband out. I'm talking out. And it was so funny because he's a machinist. He knows the, <laughs> he knows what metal does and does not do. So I didn't think anything about that. I had no idea it was an issue. And I put the spoon that I had bent when I was at the UFO Congress in the bowl that I keep my sweetener in. I mean, it's just in there with all the stuff piled on top of it, but I just 
might know him where it is because I think it's cool. And he finally just said, you know, that just freaks me out. And it was, it was just funny because it's, it, I've been told either you can do it or you can't, but all it is is focused energy and you just, boom, there it is. And it's really funny. Energy has power. Energy has heat. Energy does a lot of things. And if you can focus hard enough to, you know, cause a change in the structure of the metal, then you can bend a spoon. So it was fun. That terrified my husband. I was just like, that's right. You just never know what's going to happen around here. <laughs> he just rolled his eyes and walked away. I put the fear in him, right? But, yeah, I just love when people do fun things like that together. And Renee, when I come back up, I will bring some teaspoons and we will do it. It's fun. But I am curious because... Renee said that she was in Doogie's last group. And I'm going to tell you, I am not really a spirit app person. I'm not. Because I try to hear them with my ears. And I'm usually successful. And then, um, you know, it's just lost my train. I looked down at something and it was funny. But it's just, you have to be able to know what is happening around you. And you own your energy. You control it. And, you know, Renee in chat said that you need the confidence of being able to control the environment, of being able to interact with spirit to, you know in your home in your environment to be able to control as much as you can what is going to be happening around you and people are very afraid when there is paranormal or unusual activity happening in their home the home is your safe space right that's where you go to get away from the world that's where you go to you know Love your children, love your husband, pet your dogs. That is where nothing should be able to harm you. And yet sometimes there are situations that violate that. And when it comes to spirits, um, Renee says that, you know, taking control over your soul, it's like you could create a mental barrier that the spirits can't penetrate but for me it's more like I am letting them be aware that I have a spiritual barrier in my home and that you know I I don't want to have balls rolling around my house or to have you know spirit stomping upstairs and then you open the door and there's nothing there or 
you know, things of that nature and that has happened here in the past. And I just sat down and said, look, this is my home. You don't get to do these things. And in one instance, it was family members who didn't know each other, you know, mixed, mixed families. And in another, I don't know what in the world that was. <laughs> so, you know, but I was doing a broadcast and I had an exercise ball set up on top of my foosball table and the ball just hopped off the table. I mean, it actually levitated and came off the table. And I'm trying to still do my closing of the show, and I'm just so baffled, you know, as to what could have caused that. And I thought, oh, I hope there's not a snake up there, because that's, it looked like something had thrown it off the table. And somehow or another, I got through that show, and... um yeah, then I had a talk with the room. Got to read the room, right? And I just said, you know, when I am working, you cannot do that. Don't do that again. And so it worked. And then I moved my office upstairs because there was too much EMF downstairs. The, the, the power box is downstairs. And it was interfering with my broadcasting. It did not, however, make the ball jump off the foosball table. So there are physical rules that you can't, you know, that you can't violate. And an inanimate object lifting itself off and tossing itself is not possible according to physics right and I was sitting in my chair on the air and didn't move so I knew I didn't create that and it was just like no this is just too weird and when I moved upstairs the activity didn't really drop downstairs. There's still noises and things like that. But um, I had to introduce the women to each other and tell them they were family and to just quit. So that would be, that was funny, actually. Because I had just had enough. I slung the door open and said, you know, enough. Away with you. But we only have about four minutes left. And I just wanted to tell y'all that I know that I have had some very high-profile guests lately here on FATE. I am a noetic sciences researcher. I am developing protocols. I am finding experiments that others have used to test people who have paranormal activity, of you know, psychic abilities, of um, telekinesis, all kinds of different things. And so we've been leaning that way with the show a good bit. If you have something that you find really fascinating that you want to hear something more about that, that just amazes you, then let me know. 
Yeah, I'm all over Facebook. I'm on Twitter. It's um, my Twitter feed is at Para Experienced, and you can find me also at WBHM-DB. That'll get me too. I'm. I am not strong on social media. I'm getting better, so just reach out to me. Let me know. Um, I will do my best to get the information on the air that you want to see. I just, I just can't read your minds. So all you have to do is just let me know and I'll do my best. There are some guests who, through their contract with various um, entertainment companies, cannot do more than a half hour tops. And I'm working around some of those schedules now. So we might be moving to having multiple guests per show. And I'm fine with that. Just let me know what you want. This show's all about you. That's why I do it. And by the way, if you don't have your subscription to Fake Magazine all up to date and such, you're missing out. We've got a new edition coming out fresh off the presses. Phyllis and I both have a good stock of the magazines in hand. So if you see one of us at a con or an event, let us know. We have them with us. We would love to share with you. And, you know, the e-edition is already out on the new one. I'm not sure about the physical edition. But just go and look at fatemag.com. You can also get shirts, you can get trading cards, you can get archives. She has uncirculated editions of so many um, editions that if you have your collection and you're missing something, just let me know or let Phyllis know at fatemag.com and we will, we will help you round it out. And I love it. I love it when people send me pictures of their fake collections because you wouldn't believe. I mean, these little magazines are fantastic. Yeah, they've always been these little digest sizes and then they went to a full-scale mag size and now they're back to the digest size. The contributors are great. The stories are great. There's nothing I don't like about fake magazine. So just keep that in mind and... We will, we will make it so. And we're, we're out of time. How did that happen? I hope that you will join me next week here on Fate. I have just the very first time of talking to my friend Deb about her abduction experiences. And she is a, fam, a familial um experiencer, abductee. She had a, uh, she suffered from the missing fetus syndrome. She is just one of those people that you, you, you know is telling the truth. She's the same all the time. She is brilliant and kind. And her name is Deb White Cobble. And I just think that you're going to love her. I saw her 
and met her in Phoenix last, well, not last year, at the last event that, I, that was held with the Phoenix uh, UFO Congress. And she's just a fantastic person. You're going to love her. And I'll put more information up about her. And you'll just see what you're going to have the joy of listening to. So take care. Just be safe. I know that it's a little bit scary right now with the COVID stuff making a comeback and all the things happening in the Middle East and the fires in California and the floods everywhere else. Now we've got another hurricane, well, tropical storm in the Northeast. It's a crazy time. Don't let it make you crazy. Take the time to meditate. Take the time to do with uh, what you need and just enjoy. Take time out to enjoy. Sit out in the sun. Sit sit in a gazebo. Walk outside to get your mail box your mail out of the box barefoot on your yard. Just have fun. Make sure you're grounding. Enjoy your day. And I'll see you same cat time, same cat channel next Sunday with Deb. Thanks again. Y'all have a great night and you know you absolutely have to make sure that you don't forget to be the change in the world that you want to see. We can change anything. We can do anything. We just have to be willing to take that step and be the change. A smile. A twinkle in your eye. You know, even if you're having to go into a, a mask even if it's your safety zone to have the mask you can still get the get the full effect of the smile through your eyes that's where your smile and your spirit shine so bring it out work it give it to people give them you know loving energy don't walk around in fear and just take care of yourself. So, that's part of taking care of you. And for all of my friends that I saw at Old South Pittsburgh this weekend, I love you. Thank you for coming up there. And if you, if you weren't afraid to hug, I wasn't afraid to hug back. Thank you very much. Peace to all. And be a change. You got this manifest. Good night. You are listening to WBHM Digital Broadcasting, Birmingham, Alabama. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.